This is the Solution Building Podcast with Mark Eastman. Today's solution, how to bring a construction proposal to a conclusion with a contract. If you're in the construction business, I'll bet you've asked yourself, how can running a business be this hard? There's never enough time to get everything done. I'm barely making minimum wage. I could work less and make more if I were flipping burgers. It sucks that nobody told you the business side of construction would be like this. I'm Mark Eastman, and as a professional builder and general contractor for over 40 years, I've felt that pain. That's why, as the owner of Timber Creek Construction, I developed systems to make the business side of construction easier. Welcome to the Solution Building Podcast, where we'll discuss construction problems and solutions. Now, here's my friend, Nick Natarella with this week's solution. How to bring a construction proposal to a conclusion with a contract putting a period at the end of the construction proposal. The discussion of building a better proposal began with the problems that arise from poor communication. We talked about this being the responsibility of the contractor and some of the reasons this is a problem. Previously, we laid out the blueprint for building a better proposal, going over the different parts of the system, explaining the system, gathering of information, writing a scope of work, putting a price to the project, And finally, how to put all of the pieces together into a proposal ready to present to the customer. Once you have a signed proposal, you should conclude with a contract. The contract completes the proposal process and cover things beyond construction. Things like funding, additional documents, property boundaries, time within which the project will be started, and terms and conditions. Construction funds. This isn't something that is relevant to every project, but will be to some. If it is, the information would be included in this section of the contract. Description of the work. A complete and full scope of work could be included here, but not needed if the customer has been presented a proposal. If so, then a brief description of the project can be inserted as a reference to the specific proposal and any other additional documentation, i.e. blueprints, drawings, spec sheets, governing body documents, etc. Property lines. This is another category that isn't relevant to every project, but certainly can be. If working inside of city limits, normally there are setback requirements and easements. This makes it critical to know where the property boundaries are or to have a licensed surveyor make this determination. Payment. Like the description of work above, this should be in the proposal. If no proposal was given to the customer, then this should be specified here. If a proposal was given, repeat it again here. Time for the completion of work. The duration of the work from start to finish is typically expressed in the proposal. Due to the varying number of proposals prepared and presented to customers, there's no way of knowing what order they will be signed and returned. With the proposal being signed and returned prior to the preparation of the contract, the start date of the project can be determined and specified here. Terms and conditions. An in-depth explanation of specifications, descriptions, expectations, insurance, warranty, media permissions, etc. These will be specific to your company, type of work, and location. I would recommend that you have a legal expert or attorney review your proposal and contract templates, as well as any other agreement document, to make sure they are sufficient and protect you and your customer. You've gone through the process of meeting with a customer all the way to getting a signed contract. 
Now it's time to do the construction part of the project. Just because you have a signed proposal and contract, don't think the communication is done. In most construction projects, changes occur. These changes need to be treated like separate sub-projects of the original project with change orders. This is a topic of discussion for a different day, one we'll have in the future. If you know anyone in a construction trade or related industry that you think would benefit from business building tools or learning about those tools and how to use them, feel free to share this weekly solution with them. For additional articles about other construction business topics, go to the Solution Building website. Thanks for listening to the Solution Building Podcast. If you'd like more information on business systems and coaching that can help you be more successful, check out the blog archives at solutionbuilding.net. While you're there, download a free copy of the seven bid mistakes that cost contractors a fortune and how to avoid them. It'll show you how to save time, be more profitable, and have satisfied customers. At Solution Building, we find solutions and build dreams through coaching, consulting, and constructing. This is Mark Eastman, and thanks for taking the time to listen to me thinking out loud.